Hey y'all, so just a quick note about this episode, you might notice that it is extremely late, um, especially for what we're talking about, uh, kind of all our predictions and stuff for Money in the Bank have already happened, um, no, just had some technical difficulties getting this one out, and um, still thought it was all good, fun conversation, and decided to still, you know, put it out there, even though it's not super relevant anymore, but it's, you know, still maybe a fun little time capsule to hear us, uh, you know, predict some stuff and see how well we did. I personally am very, you know, proud of my predictions about the women's money in the bank coming mostly true. Um, that men's money in the bank, though, oofa doofa. Um, yeah, you'll definitely hear us talk more about that, uh, on episode very soon, um, planning on getting another one out here, like, really quickly before, uh, the other three Wrestle Boys besides myself head to Vegas for double or nothing, so, uh, yeah, um, just want to put this quick note before the episode to say why it's so late and why it is only kind of relevant anymore, well, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, hope you enjoy the episode, and hope it's entertaining to hear how wrong or right we were. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Eastside. Matt. Oh, yeah. Uh, excuse me, Zach. I'm Eastside, <laughs> still. Oh, I, I'm uh, Matt. I just got here. I'm Darren. Darren. Darren Onstar. Yep. Hell yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. We're going to talk about wrestling. We are. Yeah. Well, then we're going to talk about John Wick 3 that comes out today as we're recording this. No. Oh, okay. I was, <laughs> I was, I'm on the wrong show. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> All right, later, we just got to go. All right, so um, let's start off with the biggest news of the week. Um, oh, I, we just got somebody coming in. Oh, and he's back. Oh, yeah. Oh, and he came back. Oh, I'm back. I forgot I like wrestling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the biggest news coming out of this week in terms of wrestling and the future of wrestling. Yeah, for real, though. All Elite Wrestling announced that they have a television deal with TNT. Turner, right. Turner's oh, back in the wrestling business. Well, that's that's great, Dad. I'm in the sports entertainment business. No, I mean, that is huge news. That is huge news. It's fun. I think we talked about it here before. Right, because it's been heavily speculated, but now confirmed. But I was thinking about it since it happened. It's like, oh, Chris Jericho's going home, baby. Yeah, Jericho's mm-hmm. going home. Where he started? I'm coming home. Maybe end it. Probably not. Who fucking knows? Yeah. It's going to be fun. I mean, like, they have a weekly show now. Yeah. So has it been Because I was trying to figure it out, but I'm dumb. And so I was wondering... Because I watch most of my WWE content via streaming, Hulu. It's going to be available via TNT, the, the, the channel. But does TNT have like a, a like a streaming service that they're partnered up with? Isn't it Bleacher Report? That's uh, what they're doing for their... Or I don't know if it's Bleacher Report. Double or it's nothing something. will be uh, provided through Bleacher Report. Oh, okay, like okay. TV, but... um, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, they I mean, may have an app, but it's going to be... like It's it's a cable show. It's like the, the fact that like, Raw's on USA. Yeah. I don't know if they have a... Hulu deal or not? I, mean, I don't yeah. think so. No, because so, I don't see any. Also, uh, Hulu just got bought. So by Disney. So we'll see how that changes things. I don't. I don't see uh, Franklin and Bash on Hulu. So <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know if they have 
like TNT drama. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't. I don't like, think I'm gonna have to get a TNT fucking cable stuff. subscription. I, I I was kind of planning on getting one like anyway. Sling TV. I don't know. Just because like <laughs> not great. Sometimes like trying to find a different method of watching wrestling a little tough. That's pretty easy. I have a good time. I don't know. Sometimes they get a little hardcore about like taking streams down. So especially if it's the stuff you really want to watch. And I just would rather have like a just a regular way to do it. Get a cheap basic cable package and have both mm-hmm. because I definitely want to support them and just make it easier. Myself. Right? Because I'm like becoming an adult now. I want to support them. I want to support them. Hmm. So what what do you guys think this means for wrestling in general, though? I think it's going gonna, forward. It's going to provide a platform for a wider audience to see more wrestling. White. Uh, for a second, I thought you said wider. I did. <laughs> I mean, I'll see. More. I, oh, I, let me a more Caucasian audience. <laughs> Uh no wide, <laughs> d e uh <laughs> gaping audience <laughs> a more gaping audience the gape audience man it's me man I'm in Slipknot man but um I think it's gonna be really cool it's gonna make WWE really have to like push and do something different because now it's not just oh they're just a t-shirt company it's oh fuck they're on TNT. Yeah, like they're gonna be like, even though you say it's not, they're not trying to compete. They're not doing this it's competition. Yeah. I mean, that's they they're saying that because what are you gonna say? Like, yeah, we're gonna take down WWE. Well, that's a crazy thing to say. Then Chris Jericho today was like, it's a war. So <laughs> because Hulk Hogan did that Jericho in two thousand nine or whatever with when he went to TNA, and they lost bad because Hogan was gonna be on uh, Impact for the first time. Him and Bischoff show up. That's when WWE decided to book. Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels in the ring for the first time since the screw job <laughs> making up. So, I mean, if mm. stuff like that happens, I'm all for it because they're both going to have to be putting on yeah. this mm. big product. The, the the big difference here is that they're going to be on different days unlike the stupid TNA decision of let's go on to Monday nights. Like, let's go direct head to head. Like, there's no breathing room whatsoever for them to actually be competition. They're very smart because it's – Allegedly, the week that uh, they start on Fox for SmackDown on Friday mm-hmm. is the the week they're supposed to start on Tuesday for all of it. Oh, that's so a very good way. Wrestling fans are creatures of habit; mm-hmm. they're conditioned to watch something on Tuesday. Yeah. Now there's something; it's just on a different channel. Yeah. If this was me back in my elementary school years, instead of going to twenty four, I'm at thirty four. <laughs> yeah, thirty four. <laughs> um, and yeah, know. I mean, yeah, dude. They said it's going to be less soap opera-y, more, more sports-based. I mean, wins and losses are going to really make an impact. Yeah. Real stats-based. Zach, Zach's Zach. excited mm. about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and like, I hope one of the things that they do, which they're right now with their signings and everything that they're doing, which is really it's making me happy, is don't become where old WWE guys go to get another payday. Right, right, right. Um I feel like they they have to be so aware of like the mistakes of of the comparison of to WCW that they're inevitably going to have, well, especially with Cody mm-hmm. and his his dad Dusty being a WCW booker and all this kind of stuff. Right, so. right. So I I think they're going to be very aware of that going. Don't into bring this. in RoboCop. <laughs> First off, if you can hear our pleads. yeah, bring in Judge Dredd instead. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bring in Gordy the Law. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think it. I mean, any competition is good competition. I mean, it forces WWE to try to be better, um, and maybe they won't be better. But it provides an alternative to 
people who didn't watch Raw or SmackDown this week, like me. And that and that's what they're what they're going for is an alternative. It's like, hey, you have WWE, you have the sports entertainment, you have McDonald's over here essentially. Mm-hmm. Try not, Subway once in a while. Try Subway. Try once in a try while. a long burger. Try a long burger. Go on down to Wheeler's in Nampa. Get yourself a long burger. <laughs> but I feel like they're or trying to be. House. They're trying to be mm-hmm. the alternative. They're trying to be like, hey, we're not doing that. We're doing high spot, flippy, fucking strong style shit. And you can watch that here, or you can watch that there. Take your pick, or watch them both and be happy. Dude, I'm seriously, I'm so easy. If they just have fucking pyro, dude, <laughs> that's I, my show. Then I know you're you're fans of a lot of people, like Big Cass. Oh no, that's not true. I is Big Cast a line? Uh, Big Cass. Well, yeah, yeah. I think if someone has a shitty actual personality, uh, it's a deal breaker. If they're also yeah. if they're not good in the ring, because AJ Styles, or I, like I, root, was, I root for him when he's wrestling, but I not you know. Was Big Cass pretty good in the ring or no? No, no, because he didn't do anything. Okay, like I'm a Baron only, Corbin. Only big. We've talked extensively about the, how the Deep Six looks cool. Uh, his other fucking move looked cool. End of days. End of days. Uh, he yeah. dresses really cool. He dresses like he makes tips. Good tips, though. Good he, tips. And he steals tips from the other servers. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He yeah. steals tables. <laughs> yeah, he, he, I just went ahead and got him their drinks. I'll just take this one, man. You're taking too long. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I just, as long as he's there, I want him to succeed. I don't because he's going to be on my TV more, and that's not good. I don't know. He fills a role. He does it okay. Um, but yeah, I, I'm. It's interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm very interested to see how WWE reacts when the time comes when they they are on TV. Because right now they can still kind of bide their time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm really curious to see what those like initial viewership numbers are mm-hmm. uh, for for AEW. Because I mean, even though WWE is at like a like a pretty like record low. They're still getting up around two million per right. Yeah, they're they're averaging I think like two three. Yeah, and so I mean like AEW is not going to match that anytime soon. No, is this mm. the first big wrestling TV deal since like TNA? I guess because Impact T- like TNA on Spike. Okay, yeah. Spike. Yeah, what's Ring of Honor on? They're owned Sinclair. by they're owned by Sinclair. They're all over the place basically, yeah. just, just depending on like what. Cable package you have available in your area, oh, and what okay. channels and stuff? They're just on a Sinclair channel. They're on a, a random channel at that was playing at Terry's bar at, at a random bar because I've had the same experience at a, at like different bars. It's like same why here. is oh I saw why is Ring of Honor on? I was oh, I was in great. I was in Winnemucca at, uh, using the restroom at a laundromat and it was on. <laughs> Sick. That one's fucking weird. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not since and then not since Impact. On our TNA or whatever you want to call it, on Spike has any other wrestling show done over a million viewers? They used to do like pulling really good numbers, but didn't I just read a random thing? Didn't they have Sting, Macho Man, and Hulk at the same time? Not Macho, yeah. okay. But they had Sting, they had Kurt Angle, they had Hulk, they had Samoa Joe, Eric Bischoff on TV. The Nasty Boys came back, The Band, who was Mm -hmm. the NWO, because they were going to get The Band back together. They had uh, Voodoo Voodoo Kin Mafia. Which was uh, Mr. Ass and uh, Brian James. Uh, Making their tag team initials VKM for Vincent Kennedy (laughs) McMahon. Nice. Yeah, and I think think with, with AEW, I mean, they have Jericho. Like Jericho's one of the biggest stars in wrestling history. They have Private Party. 
Yeah. Um, and then they also <laughs> like they also have Kenny Omega, who is probably the biggest name outside of WWE, right? And Private Party, one of those like big, big time free agent kind of guys. And Private Party. Uh, yeah, they have they have the tools. Yeah, we'll just see. Kind of, it'd be interesting how it plays out. I'm, it makes me extra excited to see the presentation of Double or Nothing. If that's going to give us kind of an idea of what we're going to be seeing uh, in ring, my guess is it's going to be closer to New Japan style, uh, like a, like combat based sort of like show over whatever the fuck we I have. I feel it's going to be right now. like if, for everybody that watched All In, it's going to be like that because I don't think it's going to go as far as the strong style that New Japan does. You're not going to get the yeah. Ishii versus Goto's or like Shibata type matches. So like a, a New Japan meets NXT style. Uh, You're gonna, it's going to be NXT PWG type. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Like, am I completely off base thinking it's going to be indie wrestling but not independent anymore? But with like yes. a way higher production yeah. like value. Mm-hmm. Which is what is needed because, man. That's I'm, what NXT is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying to watch some indie wrestling, it's hard. Yeah, the, the mic's oh, cut man. out. And they're super loud and they clip all the time. Yeah. Hate it. It's not good. Speaking of hard to watch, that, uh, yeah, that part two of the Tommaso Ciampa uh, video, like docuseries on YouTube, is so fucking hard. Like, just tugs at, tugs at your heartstrings. Like when he, like, is holding his daughter at the beginning of it and he just starts he crying. He's crying. Like, oh. like, right there. I'm like, and okay, guess who else is crying? Me. Yeah. Tears start coming down. And then when he's talking at the end, and so uh, Tommaso Ciampa was NXT champion. He had to relinquish the title because he got injured. He broke his neck. Yeah. He had to have spinal fusion surgery. And um, he just, like, he has, like, his daughter's about to turn six months old. He just come back from, like, double shoulder. He's fucked up his knee. Like, he had a lot of hardships in his career. And now he had to go get his neck done. And it was, like... The chances of him coming back like start getting slimmer and slimmer with everything, but it's going great. And like when he, when Johnny was telling him, when Johnny was talking on there, Johnny Gargano, and talking about um, how he was, uh, Tommaso was talking about his recovery and how his hand stopped going in him and he could hold his daughter. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And they showed him backstage at the NXT tapings when they announced that he was relinquishing the title and him just like, they're just and he kind of gives like a speech to like the roster who's like just kind of there uh, i'm just saying like how it was like it was this is his home this is like he never felt he had a home company until then he loves nxt he loves everybody there and it's really this is why i sent that i sent a text message out to our group thread kind of talking about it's wild looking at the differences of how people react in nxt comparatively to the main roster mm-hmm because you have people who just like, like Triple H, who's in there giving a speech first, and he's almost in tears. Yeah, trying to talk about how like Tommaso busts his ass and did all this, and Tommaso giving that speech to everybody, and then just how much it means, and how much like when Ricochet and Aleister Black were leaving and going to the main roster, there Ricochet had been there a year, and he was he said this is the best year of his career. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, when you see wrestlers like wrestle their final match at NXT and they're just like crying and like like giving it up to the fans, yeah, it's like they love being there. That seriously is they like they really love cool being place. there. Triple H like put so much passion into that product and it shows in every little thing. And he really genuinely cares. There's no bullshit. Um, Percy Watson, who was an announcer there, decided he wanted to go into acting, so he left. 
he requested his release. Yeah, yeah. And so, unlike what's happening with the revival in the main roster, they, on commentary this week on NXT, Marvel announced that, hey, and also you're going to be noticed, Percy Watson's not here. He decided he wanted to do something else other than sports entertainment. Percy, wish you the best. Nigel's like, oh, it was, it was great calling matches with you, except when you dance to the street profits. Ha, ha, ha. And that was it. Yeah, yeah. and Beth Phoenix. Then we got Beth Phoenix in there. So just like little things like that. It's mm-hmm. not petty. It's not. It's just like, hey, good luck. Wish you well. Yeah, like they don't even have to break character. Like Nigel still gets to like get a little shot in it, in at him, but it's still like out of fun and like respect. You know? Yeah, it's not like. And have you guys ever watched? Him. Have you guys ever watched on YouTube that dude, that Chris Van Vliet? Uh, he does like the interviews with wrestlers, or whatever. He did one with Johnny right after he won the title, and the way that Johnny Gargano talks about being the NXT champion and like what it means for him to like be able to like carry the brand. Like you, like even talking like in his hotel room, he was getting like emotional and like, he's like, he's like one of my least favorite questions is when people are asking me when I'm going to come up to the main roster. Cause like to me, NXT is the main roster and it's the brand that I want to carry it. And like, you could tell he's being completely sincere. I don't know. Love NXT. They, there's just so much, there's just such a different like vibe, different storytelling, different everything. And NXT feels so new and real and, like invigorated and just like inspired, and then you go to this fucking hodgepodge of a main roster. Oh man, apparently, which that other thing of we read those things about the, um, the writer room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somehow Triple H is like consistently one of, reportedly Triple H is one of the consistently the most angry leaving those meetings because he can't get through to Vince about uh how sh- you know, ideas that would work better than some of the stuff yeah. that that he's passing through. And so, like, one of the, the other reports that came through was um, they kind of elaborated on this is that it's not necessarily that Vince is just so closed minded now. It's that he's just listening to whatever and just like, okay, let's just try it. Let's just try it. Like, and it's just making it such a hodgepodge where he can't make up his mind. Mm-hmm. And Triple H is the most frustrated person because he is down in NXT mastering long term <laughs> booking. Yeah. Like, I multiple year story and different ones. And even like when they have to write people off, they wrote off the uh, Viking experience. (laughs) Oh, I love that dude with the fucking uh, street profits. If that's your real name, they wrote them off. They made sure they still were strong for the main roster. They did the street profits a little dirty. I know, yeah. kind of, but I, I didn't love it. But at the same time, I, I get it. But it like, builds, an, they built a new storyline. Uh-huh. They got them out of there, and like even like having to do like fly by night booking, they were like, okay, cool. Well, here's this, here's this, here's but this, they're not out this. of there, are they? Yes, they are. Oh, yeah. so but NXT they, ended with them holding those titles high. Yeah, the Viking Warriors, Warriors or whatever yeah, they're called, yeah. Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. Uh, they'll still probably relinquish them. I haven't. No, they the spoilers, did, but yeah. They, oh, like, they, oh, really? They're not going to have like a big blow off match. They didn't lose. They their titles, but yeah. they had relinquished them. You know, like, yeah. Oh, that's so weird, though. Why would you do that? I mean, the, everyone was cheering for the. They don't want to get. They don't want to get. They don't want to beat them because they're going to the main roster. Okay, <laughs> kind of like when Oscar relinquished her title. Yeah, I mean, no one can believably beat them in the tag team division right now, except, except maybe I mean, I know, undisputed. Yeah, but that the thing is, though, Street Profits were. I think the way those matches were going. Were making a case that they could believably I guess, beat them. I mean, I, the, the arena was chanting for them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's, but I, I still get it. You know, you don't, you don't want to beat them on the way out to go be a dominant force on the main roster. Like, yeah, I, yeah it I mean, sucks I mean, I because it. of 
some of the other tag teams involved, specifically the Forgotten Sons. Like who? I've yeah. already forgot. I forgot about them. Yeah. Like, but I get Jackson it. Riker and friends. Mm-hmm. Dude, Steve Cutler Gunner. is kind of hard to even like. I, I'm watching him talk, and I'm like, it's like, is there someone there? We will not be forgotten. <laughs> Bench harmonics, and then Pantera ripoff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that, I think the Street Profits would be cool to put it on down the road, yeah. but yeah, but just, they got plenty of time. But you know, with that, it just it shows like how much attention to detail Triple H puts in, and how. Little attention to detail is put on the main roster. The fact they're writing the shows. The, Day of. Like, yeah. with minutes to go, even sometimes during the show, they're trying to finish everything up. Yeah, like, the, with the episode that the wild card rule was introduced, that, like, did not even come up in the meeting. Or yeah, something. and it's like, all of a sudden, it's like, well, looks like this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Odd. Uh, let's keep talking about NXT. Um, Shane, Shane, they announced Shayna Baszler and Io Shirai for the next takeover. Yes, yeah. hell yeah! Takeover so, Connecticut. Do you think takeover twenty five? Do you think Io can take it? Yes, I think that's what's gonna be. So, to. will will Shayna move up, or will she just kind of hang out for a little bit? I think she's gonna end up moving up. Yeah, I feel like she'll probably disappear for a second and then show up at a pretty big time. Where, where is the Summer next takeover? Slam? I thought it was Toronto. It's it, in Connecticut. They announced Toronto as well. They had to move some stuff around because of the Saudi Arabia show. Because of blood money. Yeah. Oh, so are they still doing... Because they're not calling Backlash Backlash anymore, right? Because it's right after Saudi Arabia. That's a bad name for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's going to be a takeover for... It's Stomping, stomping ground. ground. No, it's not. This is just a random takeover in Connecticut. Oh, really? Okay. So it's instead of the five one instead in of four? Huh? Five takeovers for this year? Okay. Yeah, it's instead of the one that was going to be in Northern California, they moved it over to Connecticut, <laughs> renamed it just Takeover 25, and it's all just a Is big it really jumble. the 25th? Yeah, they, yeah. they do. Holy shit. They do five. Um, they've done five a year the last couple of years. Okay, it's cool. Been in, it's been in conjunction with uh, Money in the Bank. Yeah. Okay. That's the takeover I went to in Chicago. Nice. Um, and then uh, Undisputed, there was some... Some talking. There was some uh, tension, and then Roderick Strong is a serial killer. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, you got blood it's on them. Shoes. Fucking terrifying. Oh, I love. So yeah, like you have undisputed area, pretty much talking shit about Roderick <laughs> Strong, and then you see him kind of running in the background, and he comes up with this sandal, and he's like, and Adam, he's covered in fucking blood. He's like, Adam, you're right. We work better when we're working together, and so he gives him this sandal that is covered in blood and I love that Kyle O'Reilly takes it and goes what even did you do? <laughs> Their reaction is the part. best. Yeah. And like Bobby Fish because they showed a video of them like talk, Roderick and Adam talking shit to each other and at, Bobby Fish is like Adam you need to think about this. You need to think about this. Yeah. He's oh. their dad. <laughs> um, I love I loved the the altercation they got into because there was swearing. Yeah. It was real. It felt real. Yeah. Mm. It yeah, was... Roddy took his shirt off. Oh, you know he fucking does that. <laughs> you, when he, like, when he's gonna you get fucking a, know. When he's drunk as shit he, downtown on a Saturday night he, and about to get in a fight, that he, shirt's coming. He off. read that Uso uh, arrest, re- arrest like report from a couple months ago. <laughs> he took off his shirt and squared out. I, he was I mean, pretending like he was at Luke Gallo's wedding where he <laughs> tried to fight Gallo's brother. Oh yeah, that's a shoot, <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, but yeah, so they're they're back together. At first, I thought it was kind of they were trying to work it until I saw Adam Cole or until I saw Matt Riddle in the the locker room. He, I up. love this, the the little things that they yeah, do because like they're now there will always be that tension there. Yeah, there's a crack in the foundation. Oh, I know. You already know what's happening. Right, at that takeover. Like I, 
You can see it coming. Well, I thought I not could. Not a bad thing. I thought I could, but now I'm like, oh no, I don't know. You know it's coming. Like I said, and it's not a bad thing. Well, because at first I thought, oh no, it's not a bad. But because at first what I thought was going to happen, what we talked about last week, I think was that there was going to be sort of a fake breakup, where it's like they're a trying to swerve. Yeah, fake up. Trying to like swerve everyone to be like, oh, Roddy's out, and then he helps Adam win the title at some point. But now it's like, oh, maybe there will be an inevitable turn. So this is what this is what I think, and like I said, this is why I think that the writing's on the wall. Uh, we should say at the next takeover, it's Adam Cole versus Gargano again. Yes, she'll be dope. I think that they're gonna push each other to the limits. As they're gonna have another fucking over five star match. I think that Cole's gonna lose again, but like it's gonna be like a respect thing. They're gonna shake hands, and then Roddy and company are gonna turn on him. Turn on Adam? Yes. All three? Yes. Everyone? Yes. Even Kyle? Well, yes. Kyle's so stupid that he <laughs> won't even realize he's doing it. <laughs> huh. Which his, has, da- his dad what, told him to. What yeah. has more people? I'll go there. Yeah, they have two, and you're one. I'll go with And them. that's the thing about like the storytelling t- in NXT is that like it doesn't try to like fuck you for being a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make Adam Cole a baby face? It's about time, because he is one of the most cheered guys. It's true. I don't know if I want to see it. Work. It works. I'm sure it would, but he's so sleepy. I like it. And then we can still have. Uh, Shawn Michaels Red in the 90s was. It's him. Okay. Mm. Okay. Sick. He can still be kind of a cocky baby face. Yeah. But, like, what's the, their storytelling? Like, even though you can see where it's going, it's fine because it's storytelling. And, like, you don't want to get, like, fucked, like, Vince Russo style every fucking which way till you don't know what's going on. Burr, bro. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, um, what else happened on NXT? Oh, Vanessa Bourne fought Oof. fucking Jesse. It was a rough match. That match. First off, I, I I do have to say it's I I like that they got rid of the the nerd gimmick. Yeah, I, with yeah, Jesse. I just Jesse's new gimmick is a lot better because but. it's like she was like a, a collegiate athlete, like standout. It's like yeah. you don't like wear that giant was, Chuck Taylors I like was, that. Yeah. I was watching NXT with Anya and was just like. God, why like set Jesse up for failure so fucking hard by having her first match on NXT TV be against someone else who's like that fucking green and not good? Like they put her in with someone good. Like I don't get it. And Vanessa Bourne's new finishing move is nonsensical. I don't I, get it either. It's just I don't. I rewatched it. It's like I don't understand what's happening. So, it just looks like a botch. So she like ran to the ropes and to finish off old Jesse. It was like a backwards like throw. Like she threw her the wrong way. It's like she was going for like a swinging, like jumping, like blockbuster neckbreaker from the side. But then like Jesse didn't take the bump and instead went face down instead of back. It was weird. It was the weirdest thing. I didn't I've ever get seen. it. That sounds very strange. And then um Keith Lee's back. Cesar Bononi, which is my favorite last name. Keith Lee's awesome and Keith Lee beat the shit out of Cesar Bononi. And I hope that they keep going with him kind of more cocky and more confident because he's a great healer. Yeah, he did well, that and that makes more sense with Bask in My Glory. Yeah, when well, you see was, this, like, humble-ass dude, uh, it's, man, he he's was your fucking principal. He was conducting the audience with Hell his, yeah. like, hands or whatever, and they were just fucking singing that Bask in His Glory chant they do. Uh, my, one of the things I love from NXT, too, was not the match itself of Kushida versus the finest Kona Reeves. <laughs> But Drew Gulak took a special oh, interest yeah, just, in it. Mm-hmm. Just came out watching. He's like, oh, a good technical wrestler debuting in NXT. Dude, Drew I'm Gulak here. versus Kushida, that's a fucking match that's I gonna want be so to good. see. And here's another difference between the main roster and NXT. Kushida just showed up. They make him feel like a star instantly. Mm-hmm. He has the mm-hmm. big entrance. They have all the fanfare. 
They have the fucking press conference. They have video packages. They just sing his praises, list his accolades every moment they get. Yeah, and by contrast, on Raw this week, we saw uh, Ricochet job out to Baron Corbin. <laughs> and to contrast that, Ricochet jobbed out to Baron Corbin. Though at the end, he got his heat back because yeah. he knocked him off the ladder. Woo. But it's just like one of those things. It's like they make Kushida feel so special. It's like, wow, we've got one of the biggest signings in Japan. Like, this is the guy. Like, we got him. And he shows up, and he fucking looks so stoked to looks be like out Marty there. Marty McFly. He has such a cool entrance that they have timed down perfectly. Everybody loves it. Like, and he's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for him versus Drew Gulak. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I notice is Eric Bugenhagen is featured in the entrance. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, they really like package. him. And like any online mm-hmm. videos you watch, he's just around. <laughs> I just like keep Stokely? reminding you. Yeah. I just keep reminding you about him. Uh, that's a very subtle Triple H thing. It's like, he's here. Just wait. So I saw from someone at a house show today that Stokely has a new name, but I can't remember what it is. So hey, It's not Court Moore. I'll find it. I'll keep going. I'll find okay. it. Yeah. But... No one will survive. That's all I have to say. Tommaso's theme? Oh, yeah. No. I we are we are not your kind. Yeah, that's it's, the, it's, it's a very similar song. It's a bad Slipknot song, which disappoints me. It's fine. Yeah. But watching them sing it, we've talked about it. I'm just killing time. <laughs> um, then the Mia Yim Bianca Belair segment I thought yeah. was better than usual. Mm-hmm. They're very they have very similar attitudes, which is a weird weird thing to watch against Bianca. But yeah, because like uh, Mia came out of the office and like Bianca's like, "What are you doing? Trying to take my title shot?" And she's like, "No, I'm not trying to take your title shot. I'm trying to get a rematch with you because I'm going to beat your ass, <laughs> y'all." It's Malcolm Bivens. Hell yeah, Malcolm, uh, you know he fucking it's, came up with that shit. Malcolm really Bivens, yeah, according to JJ uh, Williams, who's at every NXT Florida yeah, show. Malcolm Bivens. Um, fuck yeah, uh, I'm excited for Mia Yim versus Bianca Belair. Yeah, because. I know where it goes. Okay. Hell yeah. I was like, that's not a sentence I would hear thought I would hear coming out of your mouth that you'd be excited for a Bianca Belair match. <laughs> All right. Let's uh talk about money, money. The reason money, for the money, season. Money. Put money, 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 money. You take your money, 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 and money, you money, put money it in money, a bank. Money, Thank money, you. money, 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 money. A bank is apparently a briefcase and there's no money in it. Uh if you're me, my bank is my mattress. Are you, kidding. Are, you, are you a mattress guy? No, it's Idaho Central Credit Union. If you're me, <laughs> you it's, me too. It's, yeah, a hole, same. It's, it's a hole in the ground. I don't want the government tracking me. Yeah, shout out ICCU. Pocket sp- sand. Sponsor us. Yo, that'd be dope. Dude, I, I, I go through them. Oh, yeah. Do you really? Oh, all we're four all four on ICCU? Yeah. Wow. yeah. This is the content our audience craves. Also, also uh, speaking of like pocket gold sand, shout out Judge, <laughs> who's like dating Aaron's grandma. That guy judge at at his wedding that like pay like gave him gold like for their wedding. Gold. <laughs> I love gold. Oh, uh, let's talk about money in the bank. Yeah, pre-show match: Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the Usos. This is literally, I think, just to kill time and get them on the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Usos aren't even technically on SmackDown anymore. <laughs> wild card. Wild card. Wild card. SmackDown titles. Yeah, Bryan and Rowan. But I hope they debut those hemp belts. Hell yeah. Bank. Hell yeah. Um, Tony Nese versus Arya Davari. Tony Nese. That'll be a good match. That'll be fine. 
Uh, one weird thing about this card is there's been very little build, but I'm excited for it. The recently, that's actually the formula for the best WWE pay per view. <laughs> true. Yeah. True. The, the worse it's the like build, w- the better the pay per view. WWE sleeping on it. It's gonna be good. We got Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio for the United Dominic, States Championship. Dom- Dominic suspended above the ring. Dude, basically, huh? I hope that um something happens where like Ray beats him, but then Samoa Joe just like beats the shit out of Dominic. That would be cool. Or kisses him. Cause, or, or kisses him. I mean, Kidnaps him. Or, I mean, I could see it too if Joe just fuck it. Like, maybe Ray gets a victory off. Or maybe Joe beats him and is just brutalizing him. And then maybe Dominic throws a shot or two in there. Dominic puts on, like, a very realistic Samoa Joe mask. Like the little kid with <laughs> oh, the no. Kushida mask Hell at yeah. Wrestle Kingdom. Like, this is my dad now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens. Love it. Love it. Love it. It'll be a good match, and I want Kevin to win. Yeah, I, I, I do too. I'm I, a Kevin. I'm a Kevin fan. I wouldn't mind if Kevin won. I hope either way, whoever wins, uh, this furthers their feud. I hope this isn't the end of it for the two of them because I think this is the end. It's a good story. Ever, uh, X Ken X. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, do you think Sammy shows up? No, he's busy. He's got a yeah, match. He's, oh he's yeah, he's in the bank. He's, He's in the bank now. <laughs> He's in a bank now. Uh, the Miz versus Shane again. I don't care. Give it to the Miz. And uh, let in Shane die. A steel steel cage. cage. Oh, sorry. Which, we'll let you talk about it. Uh, I'm fucking excited <laughs> for it, dude. I so I will be. I will admit full heartedly that no, the Miz is by far not my favorite wrestler to watch in the ring. Nor is Shane McMahon. But I like when he jumps off shit. And this is so Shane this week on SmackDown hit a coast-to-coast and pinned one of the Usos, who in this generation is one of the best tag team wrestlers Definitely. they have. But Shane's well, the, the best in the world. Yeah, he's the best in the world. <laughs> uh, I hope he goes for a coast-to-coast off the top of that cage. but And just hits his legs into the, the other side <laughs> of the cage just, and just snaps them just, both in two. They both just, like, fucking collapse into his kneecaps. Yeah, they just, it just pushes them up into his And then his he walks body. around like Hank Hill's dad. He's gonna, he's gonna die. Yeah. Lost awesome machines in the war. Exactly. I always thought Jeff Hardy was going to die in the ring. I think it's going to be tried Shane. He tried at, at uh, the Hell in a Cell against oh Gordon. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, he did. Uh, but seriously, this is the – I feel like this is the most work Miz has put into a character in a long time. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm excited he's, for it. He's he's working real hard on his character stuff. I think I've said before, I'm just worried about what happens after this. Like, after this feud, how does he stay a baby face? So I mean, we'll uh, I can see there's people something. like Matt that like. I think there could be something with him and uh, unpopular opinion, I suppose. But Zing. like, uh, I, I thought him and Roman had some good chemistry this week. Mm. I'd fucking go for a tag team with Roman. I think it, and, that would be and, and, a, and baby different, different brands. Wildcard rules have to be in effect the whole time. Oh, they are different brands. I am so goddamn confused now with this wildcard. Wild card. Who's on what show? Cut the breaks. I'm on all of the shows. Well, apparently all the writers write for all the shows now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in their eyes, so the brand stupid. the brand split's just over. There is no brand. There is no split. It's just hilarious because no they're, gods, like, no they're masters, going to no different. Brands, no splits. They're going to fucking different networks. Like this is when the brand split kind of has to <laughs> where make it sense. makes the exist. most sense. I think is it both both networks want all the wrestlers? Is that yes, it? basically? Yes. Well, it's that they need to play a nice game of rock paper scissors. I, I think it's that right the now. Lord's the, game. They're just trying anything to get ratings up because both networks are kind of getting pissed. Yeah, well, they should do like a real ass draft. That'd be fun. Yeah, like the they're networks actually, actually do a draft. No, so actually, uh, um, 
they're going to be doing a draft right before the Fox deal hits. And they somebody showed Vince the NFL draft, like, we need to make this a big thing. And so now they're going to have a big draft. For what fucking purpose? Is there going to be a dun, wild card dun, rule dun, still? Dun, Probably dun. not. Okay, well, gonna, they're, they're going to bring that noise in from the NFL draft. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, that'd be cool. They're going to have, like, random people walk up and, like, Pat McAfee can do both. Dude, oh, I mean, hell yeah. I mean, truthfully, if they want to put an effort towards, like, making sure AEW doesn't have a chance of eclipsing them, like, make it more of a sports Ember oriented. Ember Moon's not on AEW. She's Stati- in WWE. What did I say that made you say that? Eclipse. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, Fox wants the sports. They want it to be. Make sports. wins and losses matter. Make storylines make fucking sense. Just Brain. get ahead. Get ahead of AEW with this. Cletus, stuff. the football robot, to SmackDown <laughs> now. <laughs> Have him win the championship. Sign Marshawn Lynch, Cal. Terry Bradshaw. Oh no. Mike Ditka. I don't know very many football references. Sorry, uh, Becky Lynch versus Brett, Fa- Brett Favre. <laughs> I definitely want Terry Bradshaw out there just <laughs> announcing. What is this? <laughs> These guys are touching each other. Hold up! Didn't he? Just, didn't Terry Brad? I, this is not good for the podcast. Can we Who move cares? on? No, go. Didn't he fucking say something like shitty about Ken Jong? <laughs> the, the, the actor. Ball. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Because he was on like the Masked Singer. Was it Terry Bradshaw was on the Masked Singer? Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you for knowing. And he was like, he called him like, the, he called him like the Asian guy. And then whoever the other judge was, he said something stupid about. Well, if it was Robin Thicke, that's okay. He and called also, him, he called him Alan Thicke. He's like, I got booted off by Alan Thicke and that Asian guy. God. Also, if it was Jenny, Jenny McCarthy, it's fine too. Yeah. Vaccinate Bo- your children, everybody. Both of, both Robin Thicke and Jenny McCarthy are garbage. Oh, humans. yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. And but he called him dead dead man Alan Thick. Shout out Alan Thick. Didn't we go off on Alan Thick the other day, a couple weeks yeah. ago? Did we? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. We had a long thick talk. I don't know. We do a lot of stuff. Getting thick. We do a lot of stuff on <laughs> this getting, podcast. Getting thick with thick. Oh, we gotta be careful oh. to not uh, go into comedy bang bang territory because that's one of Paul Tompkins' best characters of all time. Alan Thick. <laughs> Alan Thick. Like, now he's in hell. <laughs> well, no, I just want to like talk about uh, um, Alan Seaver. Like just his character on Growing Pains, down thick, you know. Yeah, yeah. Show mm-hmm. me the smile. That, Show me that smile. Really good song that Alan Thick wrote. The theme song. I could do it all, but I won't. Uh, Next match: Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. It's gonna be a good match, but I just don't care. Well, where's that landing on the card? Do you know? This oh. Wikipedia says because my guess, my six. I have a top. I have a strong feeling, and it's been heavily speculated all over the internet that Bailey's gonna win the match and then cash in on. Uh, that that match. Um, and, and take the title from. Becky. I guess the raw matches first, and then the women's um, money in the bank. The women's match. money in the bank match will be in between the two, and that this will. I mean, she's like on the poster for all the promotional material, so I'm gonna guess that it she, it's gonna go on last. Like it's gonna be the main event. I mean, I could see that, and then I. So let's say that that is really how it's gonna go down. I guess we're jumping around, but uh, if. If that is the main I event. think I think Becky's beating Lacey, so Becky's beating Lacey, please God. If yeah. Becky loses to Lacey, I'm gonna be upset. I'm, I'm gonna guess that Becky wins both matches and she gets cashed in on but That would be I'm, that's best. But here's, best what best here's what I'm thinking. Ooh, what are you thinking? So Becky beats Lacey. Yes. Bailey gets briefcase. Yes. Uh Becky Charlotte going to work on each other. Just exhausting match. Bailey comes out. Fucking kendo stick in tote, dude. Two years ago, she was humiliated by the kendo stick. And Alexa Bliss 
And now she just goes wailing on everyone. DQ match. The match gets thrown out. She cashes in, takes that, heal Bailey. You could even cash in during the match, and then the kendo stick is, is no longer a DQ. And, and because it's a triple threat, there's no Oh, DQ. that's true. Yeah. That's paying way too much attention to the rules from <laughs> WWE. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that is – that's a really good idea. Yeah. But um, I think – I don't know if they want to beat Becky. Well, like then that. she beats Charlotte. Like, I think she beats Charlotte, and then, like, she's so, like, wiped well, out. That's oh. the way – so if they do turn into a triple threat, that's the way Becky doesn't have to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Like, that makes that makes a lot of sense, Because I, I, they want to – I think they want to keep Becky on Raw. And they yeah, have yeah. Charlotte on SmackDown, keep them separated. Got it. Roman Reigns versus Elias. Don't care. Wow, seriously. Seriously, though. Why? Unless something fucked up's going to happen. You know, I like Roman down here for a little bit. Oh, me too. Dude, me too. That's what I'm saying. Seriously, put him in a tag team with The Miz. Like, fucking keep him away from anything that people are going to, like, keep him away from that fucking top. Keep him in a weird bottom mid card. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, because he's always going to be Roman. It's like if John Cena was fighting Elias, which has happened a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be And time will tell boring. that Elias is actually a pretty good fucking uh, addition to the roster. <laughs> and apparently doesn't, uh, the wild card rule doesn't apply to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Because he's with Shane. He's Shane's, exactly. he's Shane's friend. <laughs> he's Shane's minion, dude. Dude, he's the new Mean Street Posse. <laughs> you just start dressing like it. Oh god, oh, just, man, I it's just love Lashley it. and Elias, dude. You no, know, the B team needs to dress like him. That'd be very good. Uh, women's money in the make: Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, Carmella, Alexa Bliss. Wasn't cleared to wrestle, replaced with Nikki Cross. Oh, who, by the way, what the fuck with Nikki Cross this week? Oh, yeah, week? Now, now she's just a normal person. I that... thought I thought this was a whole trick. So they're backstage. Sorry, Zach, what were you going to say? No, go for it. So yeah. they're backstage. Uh, uh, Alexa's looking distraught. Mm-hmm. Uh, her bag, she's on the phone. Her bags got lost. They're in London. She's making a deal about it. She's an American celebrity. Uh, she can't wrestle without her gear. Then Nikki comes up and is just like, Hello. Yeah. Alexa, are you sad? Tell me about it. Like, just so fucking nice. Like, literally putting her hand on her shoulder and, like, empathizing. Like, it was one, yeah, it was more disturbing than anything on Firefly Funhouse. And that's, dude, I was like, I was like, is she, like, playing this? Like, is she, like, is she, like, she does like to play. Maybe she she's does. playing a character. Right. Uh, but maybe. I'm but so confused. It didn't feel like that because they did not let that be point be across. And so basically, Alexa was like, how about, uh, like, you're right. I need someone to take my place. Will you do it? She's like, oh, me? Oh, my God. Okay. I suppose that's okay. Uh, And then fucking the match happens and, like, her entrance hits and she comes out all fucking crazy. Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. If I had any faith in She's their... Festus. Oh, my God. If I had any faith in their storytelling ability, I'd be like, oh, they're doing, like, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. But I don't. Exactly. I, I don't know what's happening. It was very That's, strange. She's That's Festus. Weird. Did anyone watch the YouTube or whatever videos? Yes. With, did that have anything to do with this? No. Okay. No, what? Did she get hit in the head or something? Is, she, is this, like, a, one of those weird, like, you get hit... Like you get a weird concussion and then all of a sudden you, you get electrocuted. A, and next thing you know, you, can like you speak have a different like gold dust. You can like speak mm-hmm. a different language or something. Speaking of concussions, is Alexa Bliss the new Daniel Bryan? Uh, I don't think it's a concussion. Okay, she's just been hurt a lot. It's not cleared. It wasn't. They weren't sure if she was going to be cleared or not. So. Oh, okay, okay. 
Um, then, oh yeah, but we already discussed it. Hopefully, Bailey takes it. Bailey, I hope so. Bailey, Nikki, or Ember are my three, and Naomi would be the fourth. You know, Do you think I, Nikki I think, would get it, even though she was just thrown in there I randomly? Know. I mean, that's what happened with Zack Ryder when he won the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. I could also, I could okay. see, I don't think it's going to happen, but I could see Mandy. Yeah, me too. Um, no, I feel that's coming to a head with Sonya. Yeah. That's going to take him a different way. No, I mean, yeah, I mean. Bailey makes the most sense. So that's what I want yeah. to happen. You, right, could, yeah. you could catapult Ember. She hasn't been ruined yet. That's right. true. Because we're going to say, but just because something makes the most sense does not give me any confidence that that's what's no. going to happen. No. You can still catapult Ember. So that's what I'm like. You can, you I can would do like something. That. I would like Same that. with Nikki. You can catapult her too. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was other because she was like, when she was talking to Alexis, she was like, I've been here for three weeks and no one's even really talked to me. Uh-huh. I'm a, I don't no, I don't have any friends. No, Maybe. It's like, I'll fucking be your friend. <laughs> I'll be your fucking friend. You want to wrestle for me? <laughs> uh, men's money to make match. Uh, me, Derek, Isai, Zach. That's it. Oh, yeah. We find each other? Yeah. Um, Zach's the tallest. About fucking time. I'll do the, I'll do the job. But I can I, climb ladders good. I used well, to climb actually, ladders. Actually, none of us have to do the job, though, because yeah. nobody's getting pinned. I, oh, that's true. Oh, that's I, used true. To, I used to climb ladders a lot at uh, Whole Foods. To be fair, legit... Weird phobia of mine. Climbing ladders? Climbing ladders. They're, they feel unstable. Ooh, just like Regal but and a Dave weird, Taylor. A weird mm-hmm. thing is when I get to the top of the ladder, I'm actually just going to grab it and not reach for it even though I can get it. I'm just going to no, take it. You can't. I'm not. I'm oh. going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to HBK all over that thing. I'm going to be selling for fucking nobody. I'm going to throw gonna, myself off gonna that ladder, I'm going to flick a booger, booger off of you and you're just going to flail. And I'll fall, dude, I'll fall. I'll fucking rack my nuts on the ropes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. I'm just going to just put myself through a ladder. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Jimmy Havoc style. <laughs> um, so Sammy, none, of, none of us are gonna win. Who's actually in the match? Sami Zayn beat Braun Strowman this week in a, in a false count anywhere match. I actually with Drew, with Drew and Baron. Fucking, I actually really liked it because uh, it made a lot of sense. It was their second best false count anywhere match. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sammy comes out. Uh, first of all, in that segment, Braun was like, the only thing I'm mad about was that that dumpster didn't literally murder him. Jesus. I and mean, he didn't exactly say that, but that was the gist. And it's like, he said he wanted him to be like cubed. Yeah, he was like, the, the only thing I'm mad about is that he didn't oh, come out Oh, it's like on the Brave Little Toaster? Cube. Exactly. Oh, and that's fuck. why I was like, what cartoon world are you living in? The I Brave mean, Little Toaster. Braun survived a garbage truck once. Well, and Sami Zayn's oh. like, I want a false count anywhere match it- for his stupid spot in that match in that money in the bank match i'm gonna throw him in a dumpster imagine braun Strowman as the voice of the vacuum in the brave little toaster oh, at least he's not john lovitz the dude. radio <laughs> yeah that would be Sami Zayn. no he'd be he, okay yeah hey there, i'm Sami Zayn. <laughs> sorry go ahead i was saying, imagine braun Strowman is like the iron giant it's already perfect it's yeah. been diesel it can be more perfect no no it could be no more. I Shut just, your goddamn I just want. I just mouth. want fucking Sami Zayn having to sing the song about worthless. <laughs> yeah. Worthless. Because he's getting cubed up. <laughs> uh, um, fuck. But, fuck. But that, that's my golden eye. I'm recasting Brave Little Toaster. Okay. But WWE guys. Hell yeah. Tune back in next week. Dude, who's the fucking blanket? Who's the biggest baby? Baron? No, no, <laughs> nice. no. Yeah. Uh... Dude, revival. Zav- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. I think Xavier would be cute. Okay, he just like really wants to go hang out with the master. Nah, 
faster. Man, I don't know. I, I it's I, I, I don't know. It's food for thought. Yeah. I'll have to pull up the cast and right. figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Next but week. This is for next week. This is next week's talks now. Uh, fucking, but it made sense because they had this Falls Count Anywhere match for bronze spot. So, of course, everyone else, the other men on Raw who are in that match have a vested interest in getting Braun out. Mm-hmm. So, like, Drew and Baron both, you know, help help Sammy sabotage Braun so Sammy gets the win. Yeah. But I love, I like when matches, like, spill out into, like, the wherever the fuck they sell shit. You know, like the concourse. Oh, on the concourse, yeah. I like it when it's fun on the concourse. They have like those fake merch tables that they break through. I have through. like three shirts on them. Yeah. People eat nachos in front of Daniel Bryan's face. Dude, there was a, uh, there. so it spilled out onto that concourse and there's like, you know, a crowd of fans around cheering and there was this little girl fucking terrified up front and she was like leaning against her dad and he was like covering her eyes. I was like, damn, that would be scary if you were a little child. Um, Yeah, so Sami Zayn, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Ali, I, it's so weird to say. Finn Balor, Andrade, Randy Orton, Randy Orton. Um, I want to say I still think it might be Andrade. I want to go with that too. I want Andrade, and I mean, but everyone I've been hearing is like Drew. Drew also makes a lot of sense. sense he but... does, but I don't think he needs it. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, he well, would. It would be, but if they want to make Ron a star, last year. yeah, dude. If they want to make a star out of whoever has that briefcase this year, like I mean, it would make sense for Drew too. But Andrade, he doesn't need it to become a star because he already is. They protected him really well, and they're mm-hmm. in from their mind. Like, know. like what? Like that could be a key for him to get into the the main title, like to take it off. Seth. I could, I could, I could see them going with Ali, Andrade, or Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Like all three of those as well, just to make a star. Yeah, Ricochet. I don't just Ricochet of- would be like Daniel Bryan. Yeah, when Daniel Bryan had it, because then they can they can beat him. They just haven't mm. been doing a lot to really. Uh, I mean, he he'll showcase was, some of his cool shit, but for the most part, he's not been winning on Raw. I mean, I think he's uh, about five hundred. Yeah, fifty fifty. Um, Ali because because he's everywhere. At, first off, everybody loves him. I love second, him. Second, second, um, really good public relations guy to have. Yep, and I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see. I mean, I could and then see he, like, I, I could. I would love to have him cash in because he'd do it all noble, and mm-hmm. you could kind of change the way you do a cash in. He'd wait until they were completely healthy, or or he would just straight up be like, "I want to cash this in right now for WrestleMania. Like, I want my Mania." Moment. They tried that with Daniel Bryan, but then he cashed it in earlier and turned heel. Oh, and really? then Andrade, I think, would actually be the perfect one for it, though. Yeah, I think so too. He yeah. downloaded Duolingo on his phone. He's learning English. That's yeah, apparently all he had to do for a push. Apparently, that was learn, a big thing for learn English. English. Which I do. I it, it, it sounds it, shitty, but it does make it, some it, sense. It does. It it makes a lot of sense. One who said no to that was Sin Cara, and then like the original one, and then also he failed like two wellness tests and botched everything. Now he's gone. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I hope I'm that... excited for this match though. Oh yeah, it's gonna yeah, be too. like without Braun, it's such a better ladder match. Why would you say that, Derek? Because you're too big. You take up too much room. You don't have to be so damn hurtful. <laughs> you're not living you know, on the uh, edge. I, I I just would like my time in the sun. You had your time, and then you dressed up like a fucking elf. No, I didn't because 
I, I wanted to be the monster in the bank for longer, and then they made me turn into a bad guy, and I said no. You're supposed to be a bad guy. You're big and scary. I'm going to throw you in a dumpster if you don't shut up. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna, it's not even going to have Pepsi in it. It's going to have Diet Rat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's disrespectful. I'm going to make you drink Tab. <laughs> Fuck. Got an RC Cola dumpster for you. Yeah, Braun. Go be like Diet Dr. Shasta. <laughs> mountain Diet Dr. Finder. <laughs> Got that mountain mist. Braun, I have no ill will towards you. I just. You like Tiki Punch? <laughs> no, I can't have that. You know that. I you don't know, know about my allergies. I don't know shit. I'm going to throw you in a dumpster full of. I'm going to throw you in a dumpster full of Mountain Dew Code Red. I will turn into Red Hulk. I'm going to give you a code red into a dumpster full of code red. Ooh, that's good. Uh, oh, my God. Braun doing a code red? be the fucking sickest thing Terrifying. <laughs> um, but no, you're right. It's going to be a way better match without him in it. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, Baron is the worst in it now. I mean, like, ask anybody. Like, seriously, like, yeah, you would rather have Sami Zayn in that match. Yeah. He's going to do some fun shit. He's, he's a, a ladder boy. He's a ladder yeah. boy. Two years ago, he did that ridiculous power bomb to Dolph Ziggler off the ladder that I made a million different gifs oh, of. Oh, where he, like, flipped over? Yeah. That was sick. The sunset sunset flip power bomb. And <sighs> having him in there with, like, Andrade and Ali and Finn. Ricochet. Like, people his size yeah. oh. are a little smaller than him, too. Oi, oi, oi. I'm so excited for it. Ooh, a hell of a kick through a ladder. Boing. Oh. I could have slammed somebody on a ladder. You, it's, it's been done. I could have done it again. My knees are better. I could climb the ladder now, too. Ron, besides throwing people in dumpsters, what are other ideas you have? Because that's all you fucking do. I could throw a chair at somebody running at me. You did that, and that was actually very good. The I first could tip match, over an ambulance. The first match done that already. lost on the main roster was from someone going into a dumpster. Fun fact. I could I could put you in a porta potty and then kick it off the stage. Done it already. I'll eat 32 pounds of beef in front of you. Okay. Wait, that's okay, new. That's a pretty good idea. Do that in front of Daniel Bryan. See what happens. I, they can send me around the country doing different eating challenges. <laughs> Braun versus food. I would fucking I love would that. that. Monster versus it just, food. Every, Monster versus food. I'll take the big judge challenge. Every I'll episode just of starts them. with him shooting guns at food. I'm going to fuck this food up. <laughs> He's just fucking I'm blows a fuck plate of fucking food. a massive Braun burger fucks away. food. I would watch. No, I would not watch him fuck it. Maybe I would. <laughs> Monster fucks food. <laughs> you guys just let me go on with that a little too long. Yeah. But my can dick in a, a hot dog bun. Can we go eat a Guy Fieri's restaurant next week? Yeah, Build we can. Tell you. Chicken guy? Yeah. Well, I, I don't think there's one in Vegas. I put no. my hog in a hot dog bun and dressed it up and sent a picture to my friend because it was funny. Did you put some crunch on it? I only put Cranch. <laughs> All right. Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. It's going to be a good match. I don't care that. Like, I care surprisingly little about this match. It's going to be really fun at the time. Yeah. But, I mean, AJ Seth is winning. No, I'm going to win that. Title. I would love if I'm AJ gonna win won because the, the club came out and, like, AJ turned heel. That'd, That'd be, be dope. Do something cool. But it's going to be Seth. Yeah, probably. No, I'm going to win that title. I hope he he ha- brings a controller to the ring, and then when he loses, he throws it down. Yeah, I'm going to rage quit and break that title if I don't win. <laughs> I'm going to throw it, and Xavier's going to have to buy a new one. It's not Xavier's title. Oh, he's going to have to buy it, though. <laughs> or, like, this this is like the ultimate fantasy booking that would never happen, but 
AJ just wins it. Seth wins money, or not Seth, God. Finn wins money in the bank, and then Finn comes out with the club and cashes in on AJ. Oh, and does the funny thing with his fingers where it's like a clicky gun. Like, yeah, he's like, just says it's real now. Yeah. It's now real. Dual, this is real dual title. Now. Dual champion. Dude, the real rock and roller comes out. Real rock. With the horrible real rock and roll theme. Yeah. Real rock, real rock. That would take Money in the Bank 2019 to a whole new fucking level. I mean, if they, that's a good way to compete with AEW is build their own Bullet Club. And just rehash what was the most popular thing. <laughs> yep. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans. If Lacey Evans wins, I riot. I will be in such disbelief, dude. That would be so funny. It's not happening. Fuck no. them. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck I'm sorry. Like I like like we said. Like just because it makes no sense doesn't mean they won't do it. But there's no fucking way they could do this right now. Considering the other options they have to get one of the two belts off of Becky if they want, it won't happen. <laughs> I feel like what the best case scenario has already already been fulfilled. Like going into this match, it has done a lot for Lacey, and going forward, she'll have a loss under her belt but a high-profile match under her belt as well. Good for her, but no, that has to stay on Becky. Yeah. Someone did make an observation that if uh, Becky Lynch keeps both belts through Survivor Series, that she has to fight herself. Oh, man. <laughs> Becky versus Becky. <laughs> Just sh- like fucking, like, shading herself on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she blocks herself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's money in the bank. That's it. Yeah. Huh. That's the card this Sunday, competing with the Game of Thrones finale. With the Game of the Let's just well, I mean, we got to that pretty quick. Let's just talk about Game of Thrones spoilers. Um, no, I don't watch right. that show. I, I haven't watched it in years. Still already, still know what the heck's going on. If you on, so. if you think that Daenerys's heel turn wasn't going to happen, you're a fucking dumb fuck. You haven't been paying. It's attention. been telegraphed. She said, "Through fire and blood, I will take the throne." She said that multiple times. Okay, can we not evil. talk about this? She's evil. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care that you don't care. We get to talk about spoilers too. No, I don't want to talk <laughs> no, about it. No, yeah. I will start spoiling things. I don't want it. Um, no, let's just talk about Biggie. Yeah, Biggie's <laughs> dude, <laughs> he's, more like horny. He's wilding out. He is wilding out right now. It's he's just good. bored. I want I wish that could be turned into a gimmick. Just bored. Uh, no, just now, now he says that he's going to be a fucking reporter for Sean Ross app. Yeah. <laughs> like tagging him. It's really good. If you're not in the know, Biggie has been pining after Becky's mom. Well, and he also said he was going to, um, he was going to take, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I hurt my meniscus. I think I'll be out for a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> um, some other news that I do want to talk about. Because we just didn't do it, and he has no nothing to do at Money in the Bank. But Bray Wyatt's uh, gimmick has been revealed. Yeah, he's a he's in Slipknot now. He's in he's a full on like carnival barker. He's the the face when Joker lost all his skin and wore a mask of his own skin also looks a lot like that. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, I heard it. Sorry, audio problems, or maybe not. Maybe you didn't hear that. I don't. I think that was a cell phone noise. Oh, that makes some sense. That's what I was hearing earlier. Um, but yeah, he straight up looks like, a, yeah, like a member of fucking Slipknot. Yeah, he, but uh, but it, I liked it. He was. Do you like, think it was too soon? No, I I do just because it's not gonna happen. I mean, nothing's gonna happen at Money in the Bank, so why do it now? Like, 
maybe give it some breathing room, like just a little bit, give some more Mortizas at it. But at the same time, I'm fine with it because I know it's WWE. Yeah, I think you give us three teasers and then the reveal, and that's fine because I don't know at what point the Firefly Funhouse would have gotten... I mean, if they kept amping it up every episode, like I could see milking it for a couple more. But to me, it makes sense now. Do you want to? Do you want to like you know, get to the jizzing, the climax, if you will? Yeah, I don't like. I don't like being edged. Yeah, and so I mean, sometimes you just got to go for it. Especially like you said, kind of in WWE, you have to you know, get to the the coming, the jizzing, the climax, mm-hmm. and not overkill it. Not yeah. like stop yourself and then just like keep going. And then twenty minutes later, you're like, I'm still here. Yeah, or yeah, or you run the risk of like you do too many of these vignettes or whatever, and then all of a sudden people are bored of it. And then he does this reveal, and it's like, oh, cool. Uh, I mean, here, man, I could have yeah, like I could have taken a little bit more of it. But what I liked was that it seems like it's a whole new sort of gimmick for him. Like he kept his like Yahweh Wowie catchphrase, but he said it all dark and mm. sinister. I what I'd really like is if next week. We have another Firefly Funhouse, and he is just back to like happy, fun Bray. Yeah, yeah. And we get a couple more weeks where yeah, it's I wouldn't like, mind is that. it going to happen or not? Like, yeah, like is what it gonna is going to go full on? dark or not? Like, make it more unpredictable. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm, it's gonna be good for his career though, and apparently it's like all his idea. And reading that thing about the guy who like designed the mask and like yeah, a tattoo mask, artist well, that designed the mask and um, oh my god, I can't think of his name. The actual Tom, Tom Savini's Tom uh, Savini, yeah, the like, guy who makes Slipknot masks. Well, yeah. Tom, well and a his, guy who works for Tom Savini's effects uh, company because Tom Savini, and, I don't think, makes the masks for Slipknot. No, it, and but Tom Savini is like a like the number one like most like respected horror like, like, special effects special guy, effects sure. guy like. The stuff he's worked on is like all time level horror special effects. So it's really cool that it's coming from his his studio. And Bray apparently is so like a, a over the moon about it, fucking excited. That they saved his career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's actually we'll kind of call back to the beginning. In the same reports, they said uh, they're talking about Triple H and the frustrating parts of backstage and everything is that everybody universally thinks Bray's a fucking genius. And they go to him for ideas for like their they characters and help him with his promos and help with promos because he's fucking really good at that. His cadence is perfect. He understands his character. He's been booked like fuck. Yeah, right. But like mm. he gets him. He gets. He understands Bray Wyatt is. And he, yeah, and he Wyndham Rotunda understands yeah. Bray Wyatt. I, I'm excited to see his move set when he comes back. Like if it's gonna be different or. I hope it. Like I hope they give him that freedom. I mean, he's built now. Like he's mm-hmm. he looks a lot better than kinda, he did. Kind of like you know, like biggest complaint about Finn Balor being the demon or not is there's no difference. But then at like WrestleMania, he busted out a bunch of weird different stuff. Like, I hope that's what we see from Bray now. Mm-hmm. Like, actually see a difference in this character, not just doing the same stuff again and again. Yeah. Um, that'd be sick. Yeah, it'd be really cool. Uh, I do wonder, like, who would who would you guys think maybe a good first feud for him would be? Rowan, Braun Strowman. No, keep him away from <laughs> anybody. <laughs> yeah. I was joking. Um, this just is the first thing that popped into my head, Drew. Yeah, Drew needs to stay in the where he's at, but, but I don't. Know. I think Elias makes sense. I I guess it, I don't know if Bray's coming in as a heel or what show. Yeah. Also, yes. I mean, wild card. Yeah, <laughs> could be wild card. I mean, SmackDown would be, could be fun with like maybe like a Lars, but uh, who we can finish up with some Lars talk. 
Moss. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah. Because I'm kind of out of the and loop. Oh, a, we'll talk so, about a couple other things, too. There's a couple other things. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but I, if, I, my, my gut says Raw for some reason, but I don't know, you know. He's always been on Raw. he's been on Raw. Yeah. Well, he I was mean, on SmackDown. Yeah, he, he, was, was, he was champion on SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, but okay. that was before and we started champion. doing That's before I started thing. watching it. That's actually true. He did switch over to Raw right before we started this podcast. So, I've only it'll be interesting to see what happens and where he goes. Yeah, with he should should be with Randy Orton. Fuck no. (laughs) Another different news. So I've been super into these like Dark Side of the Ring videos that you can see on. They're like available on YouTube and Vice Vice has a channel. Uh huh. It's all free. The most recent one was on the Fabulous Moolah. Yeah, I'm excited to watch that. It was really fascinating. Uh, and I didn't realize that they had totally done this like screw job thing before with movie. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And fuck. Oh god, why? Wendy Richter. Yep. Wasn't yeah. it? It was Cornette's. Didn't he reference that for the Montreal screw job? No, he referenced another one. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's kind of interesting to think about. Like, I mean, if you watch it, it kind of shows like because of her, um, her stranglehold on women's wrestling and and her fear of being outshined by anyone younger. Like a lot of people are like have speculated. It's speculated in that video too of like. She like held women's wrestling back for like decades. Yeah. Because Wendy Richter was a genuine like athlete that they wanted at like a Hulk Hogan level. Oh, damn. And like she was getting there because like she was like teamed up with Cindy Lauper and like with the Rock and Wrestling Connection. Mm -hmm. Put her in the Hall Um, of Fame, goddammit. If you want like a really, really good like deep dive onto the Sisterhood of the Squared Circle is a really, really good book that like. It it goes detailed like wrestler by wrestler through different eras. Oh, cool! And include very like the biggest chunk of the book is like the 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 women wrestlers held down by Mula basically, really? and like the whole yeah. Mula era. The Sisterhood of, of the Squared Circle. So, yeah, I'll check that out. So it's very, um, very good. Wrestling's cringy uncle Dave Meltzer um, <laughs> talked about this not even recently but before about how. Women's wrestling was held down by her because she did have a stranglehold on it. Whereas, like, then when you watch, like, stuff like All Japan and, like, the All Japan women's stuff, like, in the 80s and 90s, they were doing mm-hmm. these awesome matches, like, Manami Toyota, Aja Kong, like, all these, um, uh, fucking Bull like, Nakano, like, like, Jumping Bomb Angels, yeah, like, Jumping Bomb Angels, Angels like, stuff like that. Got to see, like, the tiniest bit of it in WWF at the time. Yeah, and you have all these people who were doing, like, this in Japan. But that wasn't going to fly over here because she couldn't do it. So you weren't going to do it. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It's fucking sad. Yeah. That's why uh, she bad. Yeah. It's another note speaking on of women's wrestling. Unfortunately, the Ashley Massaro saw had the news that she passed away. Yeah. Diva Search winner in 2005. And I, okay. I, I remember watching her when I was like young and watching wrestling. And like she was booked for Starcast this next weekend. She. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she was very popular when she was in WWE. Yeah, and, and seems like, like backstage and stuff, like everyone like talking about it today. Seems like she's a person that very well liked, liked. Uh, very very well liked behind the scenes. So she's yeah. only thirty nine. That's yeah, so our thoughts to her family and loved ones and everybody. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, really sad. Also, Silver King passed away. Also, Silver King passed away. A mm. Luchador legend in Mexico. That um, you might, recogni- the... re- might recognize as the uh, antagonist of Nacho Libre. Ramses. Yeah. Mm. Ramses. Ramses does not dance at the party. Fuck websites that posted video of his death. That's awful. At, for clicks. Oh, but shit. Because was it was it in the ring? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. He, yes. Yeah, suffered a heart attack in the um, ring. 
And that's why there's a lot of referees now who are learning CPR. Yeah, that was a big thing with Interesting. I read with AEW mm-hmm. is they're teaching their referees CPR. Just in yeah. case something happens, they they have they're ready because it was a horrible way. It was just like Paraguayo Jr.'s death where they just didn't handle it well. Yeah. Um Do they not have medics around? It doesn't no. seem Close like enough? it. Close um, enough? Every indie show should have someone who's CPR trained. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And then um, Damn, he's also known weird. as the third black tiger. Okay. Who was... The oh, first one was... Was Ma- Eddie Guerrero one? So Marty Rollerball Rocco was the first one. Eddie Guerrero was the second one. Oh, sick. Silver King was the third. Wow. And uh, Azuka Rocky Ramiro was the fourth. Oh, wow. oh really? Yes. Mm. Wow. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, huge legacy. Huge legacy, and it's sad to see somebody, especially, die in the ring. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he was on like not even sixty. Fifty-two. Know. Fifty-two. Yeah. So uh, yeah, again, thoughts out to their families and everything. Yeah. Always very sad when wrestling like personalities go so young. I mean, it's one of those things that's so unfortunate that like it's inevitable when you're talking about professional wrestling, there's a lot of RIPs. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah. it'll kill you. We're, we're not in the era where we were in like the early 2010s where it was literally every week. Yeah. Um, like, um, you know, there was a period of time when Grantland had a dead wrestler of the week column written by Yikes. David Shoemaker Jesus. because it was that like prominent. He wrote his first book based on those, those really? columns. Damn. Uh, and um, apparently, I'm oh, sorry. I, it, we're not at that level anymore, but it still happens, and there's still these like periods of time where suddenly we are losing like mm-hmm. a few in like a month and stuff yeah. like that. And, and as sad. we're recording this, apparently Ric Flair has been hospitalized for something, but it seems like that was maybe more seems routine like it, than I heard it was a medical emergency. And according like the TMZ people reached out, out to Conrad Thompson. You yeah, know, it, it was a planned thing. And he got it, his kidneys slushed before he's going to Vegas. Yeah, ba- yeah, basically said you know it was is. Something he already needed, he wanted to get it out of the way before going to Vegas. Sarcast so, yeah, um, seems like TMZ just kind of was looking for some clicks. Yeah, yeah. Also, I just saw this on here. Um, this is not as sad of news, but just everybody watch out. On Saturday, the network will be showing a chronicle on Ali. Nice. Oh, that's rad. Hell yeah. And their stuff is really good. Also, this is just another thing. They uh, WWE has kind of given the bird to Starcast. Yeah, they showed the infamous Tom McGee versus Bret Hart match. Oh, because mm-hmm. they were going to show that at Starcast, right? Yeah, and they're going to have Tom and Bret there talk about it. And well, WWE put out a little, almost like uh, Dark Side of the Ring type documentary, and it was first off fucking awesome. Okay, okay, wait, it's on YouTube. Or this something? is the match it's on, on the, the network? network. This is the match that made Bret right. This is the match that. Everybody's, shows how good Brett is. Shows how good Brett is. So Tom McGee was a, a gymnast and a power lifter. He was the number two oh, in, in the world's strongest man. He was probably six foot five, two seventy. Could do a fucking uh, shooting star press, mm. like standing backflip. Oh, and they wanted to push him, right? That was the point. Yeah, look at right? him. Like, yeah, just look at him. And he had a match with Brett Hart. Um, he had done some training up in Stampede. He did one matchup against Ricky Dozan, I think, in Fuck yeah. fucking Japan. WWE brings him in as a tryout match. Brett takes him in the back. So, all right, what's three things that you do well? I'm going to structure a match around this, and you got to listen to me. Don't say anything. So they did. He structured a match around the three things he could do well. He shined, and he won the match. And Vince McMahon and Pat Patterson, everybody in the, the back, 
Tom McGee. Okay. Hmm. Where everybody in the back is like, we fucking found the new Hogan. We, we got oh. him. We yeah. fucking got him now. This was in, I think, 86. Yeah, but Damn. then you put him against literally anyone else. And it's anyone like, oh, else. that was Brett who carried that he, match. He had another good match against Ted DiBiase, another great worker. Okay. Great. Another good match. Everybody's like, we fucking got him. They're going to season him up on the C shows, the very small shows. And then when Hogan's done, he was going to essentially get the warrior spot at WrestleMania 6. Wow. Well, he didn't make it that far. But because... then the bell rang against anyone else. Damn. He really wasn't good at all it was just that's how good Hart, Bret Hart and Ted DiBiase are but was it as bad was it like as bad as like stuff we see now or was it way worse way worse okay yeah like imagine he, if they had a performance center for that guy oh yeah he like, could have been great you know like a like, Dom Dijon and so the thing about it is is that it wasn't a televised match it was a yeah. dark match yeah but they do dark matches especially then they'd have commentary they'd have the like because they were trying to get like Essentially levels and feel and everything kind of mm-hmm. get the crowd amped up. The tape was supposedly like lost. Nobody could find it. Nobody mm-hmm. would. Uh, in developmental in WWE, you could request matches. Cole Cabana said he requested it every week to get it. Tyson Kidd tried to get it every week. Bret Hart had a copy, but then lost it because it's Bret Hart. I think <laughs> he's oh, he, he documented it. every one of his matches. Probably well, he, taped over it at some point. Yeah, with another one of his matches. I mean, he but, has the fucking look. Yeah. And God. Let, me see. let me see. He has Kenny Omega <laughs> yeah, ass dude. hair. He does. He's six foot Jesus. five, two seventy, and could do flips. Yeah, he, he could have changed the business to be honest. But yeah. The, uh, what the match really showed was how good Bret Hart is. Yeah, yeah. Because he made him look like. And so WWE is like, dollars. yeah, we're gonna air this. Not so you they cast. They aired it. That's like the first time had, ever. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And they aired it. They um, had a documentary on it. They had like Chris Hero talking. They even brought Davy Boy Smith Jr. in. Yeah, so they blew it, was, it out. That's crazy. And Davy Boy Smith Jr. has the best Bret Hart impression because he's also from Canada. Yeah. And he, like, they had him, um, Tyson Kidd, and Bret Hart, like, all in a row talking. And it was like, oh my God, this <laughs> Canadian accent is yeah. crazy. Was Tom McGee Canadian? No. Okay. But, like, with Bret, Tyson, and Davy Boy Smith Jr., yeah. Just, like, all these guys talking like this. <laughs> Damn. And then Brett showed me the match in uh, Calgary, like in '97. Nice kid. Nice. Did do you think Teddy's ever seen it? No. If Teddy has, he doesn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a it was a good match. It really did show how good Brett really was. Um, you have to remember it's in the '80s, so it, it, it all of it is looks a little lackluster compared to what we're used to today. But when you go by that and you see how good Brett is. Mm-hmm. And then just the whole thing was really well done. So, yeah. Dope. Dope. I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, wrap it up? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Um, You can listen to my friend Matt Stone's podcast, Dealing With It. Podcast that he does with his mom. <laughs> um, On the same network as this one. Yeah. You talk about jerking off. He's... <laughs> I don't talk about jerking off. But the subject has been broached. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We do this podcast. Uh, it's a blast. We've been up in this studio. Uh, it's been wonderful. And yeah, check out dealing with it. Yeah. On the eavesdrop podcast. It's good. I don't have anything in my own to plug, so I'll just plug my friend. I appreciate that. You beat me to it. I'm always. I'm not gonna self promoting. <laughs> and I got nothing to plug. Suck your own. Bit.ly slash suck your own. Yeah. yeah. Listen to your. Listen. Listen. To listen your to mind. Your book. <laughs> I listen look. to your mind. Listen to a book. Uh, Audible. Yeah, it's look, look. Okay, let's get real talk here. Hey, it's fucking free. 
It puts money in our pockets, yeah. which lets us do cool shit for you. Yeah. Do you but, want us to spend a hundred dollars to meet Bret Hart? You want me that? You want that for me? Because I would love that. You want us to go see that? You want us to go see uh, Nick Gage almost die? You yeah. want us to see that? Fund us. Do it. We will. We will go watch someone almost die if you do it. Want to? Want to fund me sitting at home? <laughs> yeah. Looking for a new job. Yeah. I got laid off today. Zach. Give Zach money for give us actual money. purposes. Yeah. Laid off. Hey, give me some money. Us. Yeah. And it's Pay free. us so Zach can do this as his full time job. And here's what I also got to okay. say about this. I have, same. I have a deep rooted hatred for Jeff Bezos, and I hope if he <laughs> hears this, I Jeff Bezos, I hope if you suck hear this, your own, I you can suck your own, so hard, and you can. We lost you can, half his money because he couldn't. And what you, and what, <laughs> oh, and, fuck. and what you can do as an audience member is get a free book and also get some of Bezos's money in our pockets. Yeah, give us that Bezos. And that's money. that sweet. You sweet, can feel sweet. like fucking Robin Hood. I can't do the money on my hand sound, but I'm doing it. And you can do it for us. It'd be awesome. Go to bit.ly slash suck your own. Everyone has a price. Ha 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 ha. is $15. <laughs> and I want $15 of Jeff Bezos' fucking money. Money, 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 money. And Jeff Bezos, money. if you are listening to this, I fucking do not like you. You're a jerk. Everybody's got a price. <laughs> I have a price. <laughs> Pepsi, sponsor us. I won't drink your shit. Chip Cookies, <laughs> fucking oh, sponsor us, you pieces of shit asshole. ICCU, yeah. you. quit sleeping on Wrestle Boys. But um, seriously, Raising Canes, please sponsor us. Send us, like, if you make frozen tendies, send them to my house. That's yeah. all I want. I don't even hey, want Hey, Giordano's, you can sponsor us, too. Send me frozen pizzas. Yeah, <laughs> send me the Raising Canes since I won't get to go try it. Y'all. Um, oh. my band's has a show next month, which is weird because we don't all live Sick. in the same city. So it's on. It's gonna be on June 26th what? at the Neurolux. Noise. We're, we're gonna be doing some stuff for, during the one week that our singer's gonna be in town. <laughs> yeah, hell so, yes. Yeah. Uh, hell also, yeah. go check out our our album. My band's called Wild Spells. Go check it out on it's the band. Very camp. good. Please check buy it, it out. or buy a shirt or something. Yeah. And fund us recording again. Suck so. your own. Yeah, I I and do that. I, it is seriously because a, their a record's wonderful sick. Piece. It's a wonderful, wonderful set of music. Yeah. If you like other music of a maybe uh, instrumental variety, check out Bright Space Old Space Giant. Check out me. We share a member between the two of us, <laughs> and it's the, by member I mean penis. <laughs> yes. Of Eric Larson. <laughs> Eric Larson is the penis of both bands, and I'll stand by. They that. share his penis. Yeah. And Eric Larson, I know that you're listening. Love you. Penis. <laughs> I hope you like that we're talking about your penis. You as a penis, specifically. You are one Nobody penis. talks about me anymore or my penis. No. <laughs> I haven't heard anyone talk about my penis in about two weeks. Actually, uh, I talked about my own penis, putting it in a hot dog bun and covering it in crunch. <laughs> crunch sponsor us. <laughs> crunch, put it on your penis. <laughs> We gotta get out of here. We gotta get done with this. All right. WrestleBoys316 says put it on your penis. Uh, go to bit.ly slash review boys. Yeah. Review, review boys. us. Leave us a review. Bit.ly slash review boys. Let us know how much you love this fucking content. And let us know how much you hate Jeff Bezos. Merch boys or WrestleBoys merch. Any of those things we own. Buy a shirt. It's go cool. to Water Maneuver to check out everything. We're also there. Yeah. I'm wearing a Water Maneuver shirt right now. It's a Chris Wolf one, but it's real soft. I it got looks in the mail so today. comfy. Also, you can just check me out online posting pictures of my penis covered in crunch. 
Go to <laughs> go to my trunk. Buy a Wrestle Boys 316 shirt. Not covered in crunch. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I, I haven't not. covered it in crunch yet. Um. All right. Thanks for listening. Happy Rusev Day. Uh, Rusev was naked on a hotel bed. It was dope. <laughs> it was real good. Naked um, Rusev. Yeah. Wrestle Boys 316. It says abortion is a fucking right in Alabama. You can fuck suck, suck your, your own. own. <laughs> yeah.